The Movie Hour, episode 66, January 7th, 2010. Spoiler alert, the following our programming may contain both movie plots and swearing. Welcome everyone to our first episode of 2010, the Judge Ryan Hold the Phone Movie Hour. I am your host, Greg Maloney, and with me to kick off the new year are my bestest, my bestest of friends, James and Jeff. Welcome back to the show, guys. Happy New Year, everyone. Hope everyone's ready to talk about movies. I know I am. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Jeff, and how are you? Are you ready to talk about movies? Uh, Jim stole my line. I was going to say, hope everybody's ready to talk about movies. I know I am. Oh. Yeah, 2010 is going to be the best year ever. I really mean that. I'm really excited about this year. A lot of good things coming together. It's true. It's true. For, and we've got a great start. we got Jim some new equipment. Jim has a new headset, everyone. So yeah, no... Greg put it on my Christmas list. It was great. I didn't put it on your Christmas list. You did. But I will point out that I was asked between one gift or the other, and I picked the headset. Someone's like, should I get him this or the headset that will help you guys do the podcast? And it's like, yeah. The headset. I've been asking for a new headset out of the budget for a couple years now, and no, I have to get it for Christmas out of my own right, friends' right. pockets. My mom. Well, we got, we, we're growing here, and we, we got a lot of employees we got to pay this year. So I'm even serious about the whole, you know, excited about talking about movies, though. My uh, brother-in-law got a uh, a movie theater version of a popcorn maker, you know, glass case, you right. know, hanging kettle. They actually fired it up today, so the whole hospital is like popcorn. I was gonna say I don't think you guys even <laughs> used that thing yet. They yeah. fired up for okay for what movie? What was the Virgin Flight for the the popcorn? Uh, I think they're just watching TV shows actually. But what? bullshit. What? Yeah, this I is the TV hour. It's the movie hour. Can we can we make it the TV hour? I'm kind of bored of movies. <laughs> no, no. We Plus, can't. have you seen that fucking what's his face has the awesome real reality TV show where he he's a cop? Um, yeah, we, guys, Seagal. Seagal. Yeah. Yeah. We talked about Seagal last week. I know we did. I just want to plug his show one more time. <laughs> what you, you know what what happened was you got your ass beat so bad in the Family Feud episode that you just it put it out of your memory. So you didn't you didn't remember. I forgive you. It's all right. Did I lose? Yeah. <laughs> did I lose? Also, I, about that. I went back and listened to the 2008 Family Feud episode. Which, by the Got way, it. if you guys haven't listened to the Family Feud episode, you should. It's it's funny, and uh, both episodes. And I realized I made the same joke about calling Jim Dick instead of Richard in both episodes, and it was just as funny in both. When you say just as funny, like, not really, like, you, yeah, you really yeah. got a kick out of it. Yes. <laughs> Greg enjoyed it thoroughly, both times. Just, it went under the radar, and those are the best jokes. Like, it goes. Yeah, I remember it the they... first time. I don't remember it this last time, to tell you yeah. the truth. It, it, it must be nice to know what are the best jokes when no one's laughing at them. Like... <laughs> All those jokes I tell that go under the radar, I just assume they're bad. But oh man, I'm just tra- I'm I'm ahead of the game. I'm Charlie Kaufman. That's that's I'm ahead of the game. No problem. Right. Uh, there was uh, now that we actually have moved past the uh, Christmas and the New Year's. It's, I I have a story for you, which actually pens off, uh, sort of comes off my my favorite part of being past New Year's and Christmas is we can all just be assholes towards each other again. Like after Christmas ends, it just turns into okay, well. All that peace on earth, goodwill toward men shit just goes out the window, and we're all just... See you next December. Yeah, like we're normal. Like, what happens? We just turn into dicks again? Like, oh, it was cool to be friends for a while, but we're just, you know, it's it's all right. Anyhow, um, this the reason this goes to... Once in December and once in June. <laughs> I remember you saying that. Um, <laughs> there was a... 
the reason this turns in my story is uh, one, I'm getting old, and two, um, I just I do I, I think it's just because we're past the holiday holiday time that I can I can tell the story was I was at the post office shipping something obviously, and there were two kids in there. Kids being pretty isn't my descriptor for anyone younger than me, by the way. So, uh, two kids were in there getting their passports, and the whole time I just see this kid just pretty much sacrificing any kind of comfort for his fashion. Like he has a short sleeve shirt on, like moccasins with no socks on, and like cargo pants or something. And it's freezing here. Like I don't know how cold it is, but I think there was snow today. And I'm just thinking to myself, I'm like, man, that kid's got to be cold. I, I need to get him, like, a blanket or something. And he was also one of those kids that walks around, like, with his wide-angle lens camera nonstop, which I can I can understand. I know some personally that I have I've no problems with. But when I see another kid do it, I just want to punch him in the face. And that, that was pretty much my story. I got really pissed off and walked out of the post office not happy. It was So terrible. Greg hates humanity. I actually have a post office story. It was uh, during the holiday season. I had to go to the post office to send something and uh, to buy a couple stamps. And there was a little bit of a line, as you'd expect. I mean, it's the holidays. People are shipping stuff all over the place. It was probably like from, from the very end to the very beginning of the line, probably like three minutes wait. And the guy behind me is, is just He's talking to this woman, maybe his wife, whatever, just not happy at all about the line. And, and he busts <laughs> out. He busts out. Um, yeah. And, like, this is the government for you. And now they want to take over health care. And, like, and, you know, whatever, like, whatever, fine. Whatever you think about that. You're waiting three minutes to pay 44 cents for someone to send something across the damn country. Like, show a little, like, I mean, I'm in awe of the post office. Like, show a little bit of respect, guy. Like, the That's... government's doing a pretty freaking amazing job with this. That is great. And now they want to run our health care. I love it. And that lines do uh, necessitate a tirade. I, th- I think that's a rule somewhere. <laughs> Especially oh, during right. the okay. Yeah, big time. Um, speaking of lines, uh, you guys know that Avatar made $360 million. <laughs> I thought you going to talk about uh, doing an eight ball on Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's where you would go, wouldn't it? That's where you'd go. Yeah. No, before we before we get to the the infamous Hollywood rundown, I did want to just step in and mention uh, how Avatar has grossed 360 million domestic, which by the way is number two for uh, 2009. Which I think uh, somebody said that wasn't going to happen. I think both of you somebody said it wasn't going to happen, and uh, it's 40 million away from Transformers, which I pretty it's guaranteed it's going to take number one for the year. So yeah, pretty, pretty I crazy. Said, I said Avatar wasn't going to make the top ten, but yeah. I really meant to say of all time. So. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. And by all time, I mean, like, all times, you know, like, ever, like, years and years from now. So, right. you know, I'll probably yeah, be right. Because, <laughs> yeah, because I think it's up, uh, it's past 1 billion worldwide. I think, I mean, I think right now it's at 702 million foreign, so that puts us at yeah, 1. Yeah, I am surprised at how much it's making. It's ridiculous. Well, and well, there hasn't well, been drop-off either between weeks. I mean, not that much anyway. So, right. weekends have been crazy. It's, and it was sort of weird, you know, like, you're, when I was going from holiday party to holiday party, every like everyone was talking about, hey, have you seen Avatar yet? And here's why you should. Here's what I liked about it. And everyone said the same shit. Like, it's not that good of a story, but you really should see it in 3D, blah, blah, see, blah. See, that's the part that's weird for me is because, you know, I, was, I didn't think it was going to make the top ten because I thought the big draw was going to be 
you know, okay, the story will be whatever, and it'll just be kind of a gimmicky, you know, visual experience. Right. Well, that's the exact reason it's going beyond my expectations, yeah. where I thought it was going to be, you know, the downfall of it. So it's very strange. Yeah, you totally misread you know, that. It is funny, because, Greg, yeah, I went to a lot of holiday parties and everything where people were asking, hey, have you seen Avatar yet? And every single time I got to say, no, I was supposed to go see it with my friend Greg, and then he stabbed me in the face. Well, and, <laughs> and what happened to your friend Lurch? <laughs> Did he watch it with you? Well, no, he was supposed to go see it with you, too. Oh, so and since then, I didn't know you then guys. You backed did. out, and the next thing I know, like I know you I guys need a chaperone when you leave the house, but I, fi- you know, I figured you could get somebody else. Um, you know, usually, sorry. when I say, "Hey, I'll go see that movie with you," um, I'm usually down to go see the movie. That's uh, that's when I. That's why I say it is because it's true. I try not to lie to my friends, but what, you know, what happened to Goodwill Toward Men, Jeff? What happened to Goodwill Toward Men? Yeah, right? uh, indeed, <laughs> indeed, Greg. <laughs> Which will which will lead us to our uh, our Hollywood rundown for the Goodwill Tour Men joke. We're gonna we're gonna Gilbert go with that. Godfrey's Hollywood rundown. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> Still working on the name. First first topic: Hollywood rundown. Christian Slater decided it was past time to take his high school equivalency test. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Slater is now the proud owner of a GED. This is actually a pretty interesting story. I don't know if you guys heard this. I mean, the reason he didn't get his GED is while he was in high school. His scooter got trashed by some thugs, and him and his sister they went to like the thug's dad's store, you know, to go get you know re- repair money, and the guy pretty much forces himself on the sister, and him and his sister shoot the guy, steal a bunch of money from his store, you know, in reparations, and then just take off and are vigilantes for the rest of the the school year. I mean, I don't know if you guys heard about this. It was kind of a national phenomenon. <laughs> Everyone was talking about it. I don't even know. I don't even know the movie. Is that Legend of Billy Jean or something? I don't <laughs> know. What movie is that? Wait, I thought it was a biopic. <laughs> said, That's not true. <laughs> what? <laughs> I've never heard of this. this is, obviously, it's a movie. I don't know what movie it is. <laughs> yeah, it was The Legend of, yeah, of Billy Jean. Yeah. I, I, starring I, his sister and himself. So it's, I didn't you know, know that was his sister. His oh, sister yeah, that's hot. his sister. Yeah. That's awesome. That's fantastic. I, I um, I, you know, I think it's a good thing that he got his GED. There are a lot of jobs you just can't get these days without a high school education. What Christian <laughs> Slater's going to need, you know, I mean, on average, high school graduates make like thirty percent more than dropouts. So yeah, his his salary for movies is going to go up now. <laughs> uh, what's interesting, like the reason he actually ended up getting it, well, he said that was because his kids, you, you know, he wants his kids to get a serious education. So he's like, I need to get an education to make sure that they get an education, etc. But apparently, he's also like a, I wouldn't say the spokesperson, but he is a spokesman for the Bill Gates Foundation. So I'm curious if they just said, hey, uh, Slater, you're, you're, you can't hang out with us unless you take some kind of education. And, Bill and, Gates is a dropout too. He dropped out of Harvard. Yeah. Yeah, but you about association. <laughs> you, deserve to be, you deserve each other, Bill Gates, <laughs> Christian Slater. Congratulations. quitters. Topic number two. The, sci- the sci-fi cult classic Dune has been in the Hollywood pipeline for a remake. Paramount Pictures just tapped director Pierre Morel for the job. I forget. There was somebody that actually had it before and ducked out. I don't remember his name. I'll have to get that later. Uh, Morel is most known for the movie Taken with Liam Neeson. Uh, yeah, it doesn't really matter as long as they have a greased-up sting to reprise his role, because he was awesome in that movie, from what I remember. <laughs> I don't know if he was so greased up, as, but he definitely had this giant... I don't even know what you'd call it. It wasn't like a diaper, but pretty much yeah, like exactly. armor piece. <laughs> yeah, like this armor piece. It was piece. in a big diaper, and it was glistening, and that's that all I remember. It's it actually just what Sting looks like when he doesn't have a shirt on. No, <laughs> right. no grease, no, no makeup. That's just, yeah, I'm it's sure just it was after one of his famous tantric sessions or something, but uh, yeah. As long as he's in it, that's all that matters. 
And I've been going through this cat, like the previous cast. I've seen the movie, and I just did not remember all these crazy names in this thing. And I'm curious, just how many cool ass people are going to be in it when it comes to the remake. I'm not sure who else is going to be tied to this thing, but it's going to be, it's going to be dope. Yeah, and I, like I for being I've... 19, for being 1984, uh, a movie released in 1984, it sure looks a lot older. It seems like it was released in like the 70s or something. Jim, you you should you know about that. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, I was just gonna say that uh, I think I've seen this movie, but ever since the Sting appearance, I just I think that's the only thing that I remember about it. It's just scarred <laughs> over the rest of my memory. Right, right. Rundown topic number three: Recently enacted California law prevents the selling of videos and photos obtained on private property. Jennifer Aniston, the spokesperson for the anti-paparazzi law, and told the LA Times, "Somebody's going to die if we don't do something." That's a threat, isn't it? Just like Jennifer Anderson, I'm going to kill somebody. I'm not saying it, but I'm, I will kill somebody if my face shows up on the cover of People yeah. magazine. She's going to time. fuck people up. So, so, someone, someone, someone innocent, maybe. Someone is going to die. <laughs> to be, someone, to be fair, I think. Anderson, die. To be fair, Jeff, I think Anderson was referring to paparazzi, like, Chasing cars down to take pictures of them and stuff like no, that. I think that's right. You're misreading this, Greg. Yeah, yeah. To be fair, Jennifer, Jennifer Anderson wants to kill somebody. <laughs> the part that surprised me about this is, I mean, it says the selling of video from private property. Right. Isn't that going to just crash the entire porn business? <laughs> Isn't that the entire industry? Unlicensed video. Oh, okay. <laughs> Yeah, that stuff's legit, Jim. Don't don't <laughs> don't judge. All right, Seriously. we're not here to judge people. Only we're just here 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 for the news, people. The movie. Well, over news. It's just. I mean, we're here to judge famous people, but right. not. That's right. The other. Right. Not, not hard not struggling you. porn <laughs> actors. Stop eating. Stop eating. <laughs> Moving on. Robert Downey Jr. may have put the possible Sherlock Holmes sequel at risk after he made a joke on Letterman about Holmes being a very butch hem- uh, homosexual. I almost said heterosexual after that whole line. Uh, U.S. copyright holder of the Sir. Arthur Conan Doyle character stated I was going to put her name in but her name's just irrelevant uh, character stated she's against any content gay or otherwise that strays from the true novel and will re- withdraw her permission if there was ever such a gay twist uh, that doesn't surprise me actually that he's probably a gay character I mean England's pretty much the San Francisco of Europe they're all a bunch <laughs> of pansies over there wow <laughs> all those nights. Yeah, that would, did you you saw this movie right? Was there uh, was there any uh, undertone, little little uh, sexual undertone? Bef- you know, Watson that? and him were pretty attached. He he had kind of a, a jealousy thing going because Watson was meeting a chick. So you know, there there might have been some undertones there. Really interesting. Yeah. We say more or less than the Lord of the Rings trilogy. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would say it's more open about it. In well, here's the, here's the other thing, though. Like by the third movie, the the Frodo Sam relationship really was blooming. You need to you need to get to the third installment good, of Home. Yeah, this before. is just the first movie. Yeah. And, that's right. Yeah, see, but like yeah. in in Lord of the Rings, I don't think Sam and Frodo ever like I don't know fought about you know someone else dating a girl. Where in this movie it did, so you know it's already got a better head start, I think. Right, that's and for, plus, I mean, true. like if you think about it, this is only like half of a movie in Lord of the Rings terms. So that's true. Got, yeah. Just for the good bang. <laughs> Oh, nice topic. Every year, the Library of Congress adds 25 movies to its National Film Registry. This year, the highlights from from 2009 include Dog Day Afternoon, Once Upon a Time in the West, and you guessed it. Frank Stallone. (laughs) No. The the Muppet Movie. Of course the Muppet Movie. 
<laughs> of course, the Muppet movie. Jim, this is you talk. You love this movie. You're not surprised. I love it made... the movie too. Yeah, it I'm doesn't... actually surprised it's on this list. If you look at the rest of the crap, there's not a lot. Yeah, the like, movie there's... is new. Yeah. What's it, like? What's interesting is how I, I forget the exact uh, descriptor for what qualifies to make it in. It's something about culture and historical significance. Blah 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 blah. And then they they end up actually submitting it and it gets put in. But um, Once Upon a Time in the West, awesome. The Muppet movie, awesome. Dog Day Afternoon, awesome. But then after that, I don't. I don't even think I recognize any of the other movies at all. Oh, you recognize uh, Thriller? Oh yeah, the Thriller music which, video. Yeah, the video, which movie. was sort of interesting because it definitely said film. I guess that's a film. Something. I mean, it's on film, I guess. Yeah. But, I mean, I'm looking at this and like I get it. They want it. They want to have stuff that they're sure is going to have a cultural relevant or that has been culturally relevant and everything. Like over half the things on this 25. Um, movie list are from 1945 or older how long does it really take to determine yeah. if something well, like i mean it, if you've got if you've got 65 years to figure out whether or not isn't that i mean weren't didn't they did they not have this 65 years ago is this like the the rock and roll hall thing where they they have to induct muddy waters like you know i mean i, I just don't get why why yeah, this, little Simo, if it's such a freaking awesome movie it, it wasn't inducted earlier because well, it came out in 1911 yeah it was this this whole thing started in 1988 so you gotta give it so, you gotta give some there they got some backlog going. Shit. They got, yeah they got there, some there's a ton of old movies in here i mean it reads like my high school uh, film festival because <laughs> you're old. Yeah. We have the instantrimshot.com. Anyone have that up? <laughs> yeah. No, anyway. but, I mean, if this is really the, you know going into the Library of Congress, I mean, you'd think Congress would want to watch better movies than this. So, you know, don't run for Congress. They just want to keep them safe from the zombies. When zombies happen, these movies will be You're preserved. That Library of Congress. Yeah, this movies, the movies, these will be safe forever. We're going to put these in a safe... It. When climate when climate tornadoes come after our stuff, we're gonna put in these in a safe and they're gonna be safe. It'll be fine. Uh, we got what well, we got two more two more topics. Hollywood rundown. We got a long one. We got two weeks two weeks to cover. So uh, second to last, more fitting in the in the not news section. Michael Sarah told People Magazine that he wants to have a part in the new Ghostbusters movie, Ghostbusters Three, slated for 2012. Yeah, I, I I do too. Do you think People Magazine wants to come interview me or I? <laughs> I don't. I, I, you know, they, no one asked me if I wanted to be in it, but I think, I think I'd be in the new Ghostbusters movie. I, I think he's going to have a hard time getting in. I mean, his buddy, you know, the guy who's always taken all of his roles, you know, this Jesse Eisenberg guy, he's already got the inside track starring in uh, Zombieland right, with, with Bill, Bill Murray. Murray. Yeah. yeah. He, he's, he's got his work cut out for him, so good luck with that. I think he's. Uh, Sarah has worked with uh, Harold Ramis in something recently, though, too. I'm trying to remember. Shit. Tough. Come on, people. Bill Murray is the real power player there. Though, Bill, so. <laughs> Bill the if Egon's making the decisions, Egon's not making. The Michael decisions. Sarah did also claim that he just he and when he watched Ghostbusters, he wanted to be the Bill Murray killer character. No shit, everybody wants to be the Bill <laughs> Murray yeah. during Ghostbusters. Yeah, I want to be Bill Murray for Halloween and the other know. 360 days of the year too. Being the Rick Moranis character would be pretty nice. Oh, Louis Tully is you know, awesome. Honestly, the, the way Michael Sarah's career is going, he should start telling people which which reboots he does not want to be a part of because he's <laughs> he's in a lot of movies these days. This is just don't bother me with these. <laughs> last but not least, for the Hollywood rundown, the new of 2010. Uh, lastly, a sad day for Hollywood actors Susan Sarandon and Tim Robbins break up after being together for 23 years. So sad. Thank God. She was <laughs> she was a much better fit with her old husband Chris Sarandon. 
<laughs> Prince, Prince Humperdinck. Prince no Humperdinck. Way. They no look way. alike. Are they sure not that brother and sister? Chris, Chris Sarandon looks just like Susan Sarandon. They have the same hair. Same <laughs> That's true. Hair. They do have the same hair. Maybe they styled it after each other. You know, Why his, she his and her hair is last name and get married to Tim Robbins. You know, they, they never got married. They always yeah. just did the we're together oh, really? forever. They, yeah. they they didn't believe in marriage. They just wanted to. Uh, I think it was something like they would take each other for granted if they married each other. Sorry. Yeah. So. I, I'm a big I'm a Tim Robbins fan though, so I, I'm happy he's a bachelor. Good for you. Yeah, yeah, he he can he can run around and do it. You know, I don't know if it's just me, but when I think about those two in tandem, all I can think about is just outspoken and I'm a, I'm a fairly left uh, left of center person, but outspoken, bleeding heart, absurd liberalism. Oh yeah. And uh, and it, I'm I'm actually happy that I'll never have to see the both of them on a talk show ever again. <laughs> yeah, they actually got to ask not to come back to the Oscars at one point. Before they started winning awards. <laughs> yeah. Assholes. And uh, I actually – I didn't even know this, but apparently Susan Sarandon is like 12 years older than Tim Robbins. So that's uh, sort of weird, sort of weird. Didn't know that. Yeah. She's an old woman. <laughs> oh, man. That that does it for our, our 2010 new Hollywood rundown. That was that was a little extended because we had a couple Jeremy of Piven's Hollywood rundown. <laughs> ooh, ooh, not bad, not bad. Um, which moves us to our next our next feature. We have our uh, movie reviews. And to uh, give me give me a chance to catch my breath, well, uh, James, how about we start with your your movie review for 2010? All right, um, I'll start with uh, Sherlock Holmes since you mentioned that I did see that one. So uh, yeah, I did go to the theater this holiday season and saw Sherlock Holmes. Um, it's definitely got uh, Guy Ritchie's fingerprints all over. It's a fast-paced telling of the story, um, very kinetic uh, feel to it. Um, Good word. My my, my favorite part of the whole movie, though, is the relationship between Robert Downey Jr. and Jude Law's characters, Holmes and Watson. They have a great rapport on screen. Um, like I said, uh, Watson is kind of, you know, dating this one girl, and Holmes is kind of jealous and kind of, you know, sort of driving them apart. So there, you know, there could be some, you know, homosexual, you know, underlying there. But uh, anyway, um, the movie starts <laughs> off with... Uh, uh, the evil Lord Blackwood, and they're making an arrest right off the bat. They put him in jail, but he ends up still wreaking havoc, and a big mystery unfolds. Um, Rachel McAdams comes in as kind of a former love interest of Sherlock Holmes, and she's kind of in, kind of bringing him into the story on purpose on someone else's behalf, and and that's how Holmes kind of still gets wrapped in because he's not really for the police. He's a, a private investigator. Um, the the big problem I had here is Rachel McAdams actually doesn't stand up well to Downey and Law. She just no. You know, I liked her yes. a lot in Wedding Crashers, that but awesome. Yeah, McAdams. I don't know. She just seemed in the background a lot, and she kind of has a important role in this. So I don't know. She just had no gravitas. That you know didn't have any acting chops. It seemed like she just seemed like she was a background character. You know, just doing her thing. So. Um, there are some really cool slow motion scenes in here. I don't think I've been able to say that in a long time, but uh, I, there's actually this one explosion scene that I thought is really good and stunned in slow motion. And usually those are just, you know, everyday generic, you know, oh, here's another slow motion. But this one was actually pretty good. I liked it. Um, there's also a couple things that they did very carefully. Uh, there's two scenes where Sherlock Holmes, this is kind of weird, but kind of interesting. Uh, Sherlock Holmes is like thinking out what he's going to do in a fight, you know, and he's like, okay, I'm going to, you know, punch this person here. Okay. Break that, do that. And they kind of 
go over that in his head before it actually takes place. And it was kind of neat to, to see, and they only did it twice, but I'm glad they only did it twice because any more than that would have just been really annoying. But Yeah, I saw it, that in the trailer. In the yeah, trailer, it's, it's kind of interesting. I don't, I, I don't know how I like it, but I don't. I definitely don't dislike it, I guess, but it was just kind of weird, but kind of neat at the same time. Yeah, I was, um, I was, there is there's a definite sequel set up at the end. Just really, I mean, it's been a while since I've seen one this blatant. Just like, okay, there's a sequel coming, get ready for a type of story <laughs> ending. So it's kind of interesting that they went that balls out for it. And um, we're gonna have spoilers in this review, or um, no, I'm not gonna do any spoilers. It's it's just a big mystery, uh, a little bit of the cult mixed in. Um, I'm, I was really happy with the actor who plays Lord Blackwood, um, Mark Strong. Strong. Yes, he does a really good job. He's been in the last couple of Guy Ritchie movies. And in fact, I had forgotten it was a Guy Ritchie movie going in until I saw him. I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. This is Guy Ritchie. But uh, yeah, the only real complaint I had about it was uh, there's a scene, in fact, it was the explosions, the slow motion explosion scene, and Watson gets injured. And Sherlock Holmes is all distraught about it, you know, hospital bed scene, you know, I'm worried, worried, worried. And, like, the exact next scene is him walking into Holmes' apartment with, like, just a sling on his arm, and he's no worse for wear. And I'm just like, what was all that, like, build up for <laughs> if he's just got, like, a million? bruised yeah. elbow or something? So that was really the only complaint I had about it. It's not an amazing film, but it's just really good fun popcorn movie it's it's good stuff i liked it so and it, it like you said it had guy ritchie written all over it yeah yeah i love this thing Sweet. yep good like, they they had a good mix of uh comedy in it too which was nice it wasn't just all I, intensity so you know? is rob is sherlock holmes not part of uh jesus i just scotland yard he's not no no at least in the this story he's like he's always in, involved with scotland yard but he's I mean, on the say, he's like a consultant or yeah, know, I've never a private investigator that helps him out all the time. I don't know how it is in the books, but yeah, in this movie, he is not part of the police force. We don't we don't talk about books at the movie hour. That's that's not our thing. Uh, so seal approval? Yes, no. Yes, I liked it a lot. Ooh, that's interesting. Well, was it now? Was it three D IMAX? Saw Rock and Roller, right? I saw what was that? Rock and Roller. Yes, I did. Okay, now compared to Rock and Roller, this is a. Because uh, I'm really uh, Guy Ritchie's last two movies have been fucking dog shit, and so I was really uh, curious. Yes, this was definitely a much better film than okay, the last gotcha. couple. Yeah, like Rock and Roll. Uh, I believe that was the one with uh, the guy coming out of jail. Is that correct? And the con artist. Is that right? Right. Right. Okay. Yeah, that's that one. I was on the fence about, but this one, I, I definitely enjoyed this one. Right. Well, let's talk about a movie that everyone wants to uh, wants to hear about. Uh, this is my movie review, and. You may be familiar with uh, the year. It came out in 1984. You might know about that. Might know about the year. Uh, the movie's called The Last Starfighter. And, uh, yeah, if you haven't probably heard of Probably a Library of Congress entry, probably. Yeah, this is... In a couple of years, you're going to see this make its way... It's not into, old enough. It's only from the <laughs> 80s. It's going to make its way into the National Film Registry. It's going to be perfect. Um, and the, the, I'll, right, I'll just start with the plot. Um <laughs> The, the protagonist of this movie is Alex. He's a, a resident of a, a trailer park experience in his own, his own little slice of Americana. He uh, he has his girlfriend. Has a tr- I don't think he actually has his own truck. He, he borrows a, a buddy of his. But um, pretty much with his spare time, he just constantly plays this arcade game called Starfighter. And just you know he's just thriving at it, playing really well. And at some point, the whole just trailer park community comes behind him as he's getting the high score 
and you know these you know these fireworks on screen go off and they all go to bed that night Alex gets whisked away in the spacecraft thing by some guy I'm trying to remember the name of the name but he was disguised as a human and they take him off in a spacecraft off into the galaxy and Alex finds himself being pretty much the last hope for the galaxy to fight off this evil emperor Zur in the Coden Armada now you're probably wondering what why these make any sense together apparently all the aliens the good aliens planted all those arcade games around the world so they could find somebody good enough to man their spaceships universe if i'm not mistaken well the guy it might be universe but the guy talked about how those specific machines that specific one landed in the trailer park which was a giant mistake and it made me think that maybe just those arcade games in general were his idea only for Earth. But you might be right. Well, that's that's arguable. We can talk about that later. Now, that whole plot I have no problem with. That's that's perfect. I love the movie. It was it was delicious. But here's where here's where I have issues. Uh, the movie toward the end, there the the Emperor Zur escapes. He doesn't die on the command ship. Spoiler alert. And he ends up pretty much just going off into space, Darth Vader style. And just, you don't know what happened to him. And it's just set up for a sequel, just like Holmes is probably set up. Drake, I've got good news for you. I just looked this up on IMDb. What? Starfighter. Coming out this year. Same director. <laughs> Bullsh- bullshit. <laughs> don't, don't, don't play with me. Don't, don't Earth Scott Company coming. <laughs> but is it, is it a remake it's, it's or is it a sequel? It's in production. It looks like a sequel. Uh, right. Norman Snow is playing Zur. That's the only signed-on cast that Thank I see. God. Thank God. Uh-huh. Yeah. But it, it is in production, and uh, yeah. Because so. I was going to say, this thing was a shoe, and it made $28 million in the 80s. Come on, this thing's a, a blockbuster. And uh, Yeah, if you've got a kid that loves playing arcade games at your dirty mall, then this is perfect for him. You can, you can put this on, and he'll yeah. be like, wow. And Do kids time... even know what arcade games are? In uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Are there arcade? Yeah, there's, arc- there's got to be arcades, right? Game works. Yeah. Um, That's but, why yeah, our galaxy is doomed, because no one's going to be recruited to save us. Yeah, yeah. Nobody's going to be good at Starfighter. You fucking morons. They're on Xbox Live and PlayStation. The aliens aren't stupid. You guys are idiots. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to remember what the big move was called, like the something blossom or something. Oh, the death blossom. Death yeah, blossom. The death that's blossom. it. <laughs> yeah, it's, one, it's the special. It was a special move that was only installed in the Starfighter at the last at the last minute. Or actually, I forget. The Starfighter is the name of the people. I forget the name of the ship it was something awesome but i don't remember anyhow i'm really happy that there's a, a remake slash sequel coming out because this thing's just bound for greatness and uh yes this whole review is sarcastic don't see it unless you love watching terrible movies and you're laughing at them um but yeah that, that was pretty much it and i of course i will be uh withholding see, i haven't steered company. you wrong yet i've got ice priors and starfighter for you ice pirates <laughs> Ice Pirates, yeah, that's true. I will, I'm kind of surprised that I've never even heard of Ice Pirates outside of this show. <laughs> I'm surprised, too. I will too. admit, the guy that plays uh, the main character, Lance Guest, I, I'm like, man, I wish I had seen this guy in more stuff. And in Ice Pirates? Out, no, no, oh. that's that's in The Last Starfighter. Because oh. he was great in it, and then apparently he was in uh, Jaws the Revenge, and he's been in tons of TV stuff since, but... There was just I hadn't seen him I hadn't seen him around. Anyways, that's that's enough enough uh, last Starfighter talk. Uh, I guess we can go on. Uh, Jeff, did you have a movie review or no? You know, I, I just a real short one. I actually got to see the uh, 
sort sort of a movie. Um, the It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia Christmas special that they put out this year. It's <laughs> tremendous. It is. Um, it's a show that is it know, a movie you, really, or is it just a episode that's on? It's DVD? a very very long episode. Okay, um, but you know, so it, but it's only available on DVD and Blu-ray. Um, so, but the the premise of it is that everybody's trying to find the Christmas spirit, and, uh, and for those of you familiar with the show, it stars uh, Danny DeVito and four younger people, and uh, younger. they're trying to find the Christmas spirit. And they they set the, these uh, the Danny DeVito's two children in the show set up this elaborate situation, trying to get Danny DeVito into a like Christmas Carol type situation to realize the error of his ways that he's been a horrible father to them. Um, I already like the premise, and then. Um, and it involves, uh, the, the, the big Lebowski is in it. Uh, not Jeff Bridges, but the, uh, the big Lebowski. Oh, wow. No way. That's yeah. great. Yeah. He's in it. Um, and they try and get him to play the ghost of Christmas past and it just doesn't work at all. And it's, it's, it's so that's pretty funny, but, um, and they kind of go like a while, like you'd expect because it never had like a TV airing. Um, the type of show where you'd expect a lot of, uh, like when they finally get, uh, a, a nothing, something they don't need to get past censors at all. Um, that it's just going to go wild, and, and you go did. like fifteen, twenty minutes into it, and nothing bad has happened. They've been using the word "dick" instead of "fuck," which is hilarious. Like, don't dick with me. Don't, and, and I don't know, like, and uh, then all, like in the span of like two minutes. <laughs> You see Danny DeVito's naked ass in one of the funniest scenes in anything ever. It's just hilarious, and uh, and and you see the Charlie character attack a Santa Claus, screaming. I'm not even going to say what he said. Just screaming horrible obscenities at him and biting his face, and it's uh, it's it's pretty wonderful. And uh, I it was at the end, it was actually quite heartwarming, and it was it was a wonderful wonderful Christmas movie or Christmas. Show. Great Christmas special. Highly yeah. recommend. So, and it's, it's it's interesting how it's becoming more and more of a phenomenon for people to do stuff like this. Like, Family Guy's been doing a lot. Futurama's been just making stuff for DVD for a while, finally being relaunched. And, it's just, like, I'm, I'm very curious where this just market's going to go. Like, hey, we're going to make the normal season. And then for the diehard fans and to make some more cash, we're going to just release these DVDs of specialty episodes and just make bank off it and it's it's pretty cool i like it and it's all and i've been watching more and more episodes jeff you'd be proud of me you'd be proud of me i i am proud of you and yeah. i know jim's been watching it too yeah so how'd you really end up good. catching it because did you end up buying it or uh, no? i actually downloaded it on um uh on i paid for it i, pay, I downloaded <laughs> it on itunes gotcha. I, had, I, I had gotten a couple of uh itunes gift cards from uh from work and uh as like a gift and used uh one of them for that it was like 10 bucks so Awesome, awesome, cool. I thought um, you were going to say that you downloaded them, you know, but pay for them, but you stole the cards. <laughs> <laughs> that would be it's okay, hilarious. I paid for the movie. With the stolen, stolen cards. <laughs> um, so today we're going to be doing a little more of an extended some reviews and move on to a uh, specialty quiz Jim has for us today. But uh, So yeah, I guess we're going to be going back to Jim. Jim, we've got uh, we got another movie review? Uh, yeah, actually. Um, I saw a lot of movies this week. Week. Yeah, that's what the, that's what we had. Well, we've had two weeks since last time we recorded. Yeah. By the way, everyone, because last we sort of took a break between Christmas and New Year's. That's where we released our pre uh, our pre taped Family Feud episode, which was spectacular. And uh, now we're back. Yeah. We're back. One of them actually that I 
what one of them that I actually saw that I hadn't seen before was uh, I finally saw Wolverine like, over the Christmas break. Yeah, that, it's the full the full version. The full version. yeah, even with like the warnings and stuff, it was it was still pretty bad. Oh yeah, <laughs> the, like it, the, God, the fight scenes are pretty ludicrous. Gambit is such a douchebag. Yeah, I, and I hate Gambit to begin with. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but two things that like extra bad stuck out to me was the love interest character. Yeah, for Wolverine, who gets killed by you know Sabretooth, the arch enemy. Yeah, Sprout um, wasn't hot enough, or yeah, probably. But it turns out, you know, big spoiler, it was a big ruse. She was in on this whole like, yeah, we're tricking Wolverine type of thing. Right. But the thing yeah. that gets me is he goes, he finds her body in the woods. It's got blood all over it, but somehow he doesn't notice that there's no deep cut marks from the claws or anything. And he yeah, just, because okay. they, don't they go back like there's a flashback? And yeah, they and they show him just like, oh, there's yeah, blood like, on oh, my shirt. The blood will fool She, no she, she must be dead. <laughs> so I thought that was hilarious. Just like, okay, Sabretooth killed her. No claw marks, whatever. And then um, the, the other thing that was really bad was, because you had seen this without the yeah. special effects or whatever. Yep. Yep. They... You know, the whole, it's an origin story, so at first he's got the bone claws, but then they put the metal in, it was, you know, laces and the bones with uh, this, you know, indestructible metal. Right. And he's checking himself out in the mirror for the first time. And, you know, he unsheathes his claws and they come out. They look like Roger Rabbit graphics. It's hilarious. They oh. look so bad. It oh. looks like cartoon off, claws. There's nothing wrong with Roger Rabbit's <laughs> yeah, we're not, not in that setting, <laughs> correct, yes. <laughs> but in this setting, there's something majorly wrong. So it looked, I mean, a little were... too, it looked like Toontown, is what yes. you're trying to say. Toontown he had Toontown claws. It was hilarious. <laughs> so I just thought the it was funny. Movie, but... The whole movie or just that part? Just that part, like the whole you know unveiling of these awesome claws, and then just like, really? That's what they look like? Okay. So, yeah, that was kind of funny to, to watch that. And poor Leah Schreiber, but he was in that movie. But And uh, Ryan Reynolds. But uh, really the other movie that I want to talk about is uh, the movie I was hoping to catch in the theaters this fall. It was called Blind Date. Um, it's a movie starring Stanley Tucci and Patricia Clarkson. And the story is about these two. They're a married couple, and they're in a car crash with their five-year-old daughter, and their five-year-old daughter dies. And the movie jumps in, like, years from then, and the two of them haven't been able to connect, you know, feel good about themselves, you know, because they're just so torn up about the loss of their daughter type of thing. So the only way they can connect is they place want ads, in the per- you know, personal ads, sorry, in uh, the paper for each other and answer them and then just kind of role play out these encounters that they've kind of set up. And it's... It's a lot different than I expected it because I expected to see, you know, okay, here's the incident, you know, some drama, and this is how we're going to deal with it, blah, blah, blah. But I knew, you know, the premise. But this movie starts in right off the bat with them doing a, you know, a meeting from one of these personal ads. Right. The lighting is really bizarre. I mean, it looks like soap opera lighting. Like, it's, <laughs> it didn't feel like a movie. It was strange. That's that, and, that's that new high duff stuff, dude. The new high yeah, <laughs> but uh, the other really strange part is the entire movie are these dates. It's like a series of I don't know what you call them. I don't know if vignettes is the right word, but it keeps popping in my head. But I mean, it's the first it, comes to mind. Yeah, so basically they show the ad and then they do the encounter. Show the ad, do the encounter, and it's it's really strange because it just feels like a series. It's like I'm watching 
theater class. They're like doing improv classes. And there's parts where, you know, Patricia Clarkson says something to Stanley Tucci. He responds, and Patricia Clarkson's character didn't really want him to talk about it because it was something about the real life, and she gets pissed off and leaves the date. And then they start over again. And it's, I don't know, it just seems like they're practicing improv. It it was really odd. And the other part is the entire movie is like that. So they're always in a role. And you really don't get a sense of their personality. Yeah, you just... You just kind of get a sense of what they're like because a lot of their backstory for their characters is repeated. So you obviously catch on that, okay, this is true about them because they keep bringing it up. Right. But other than that, it was hard to get in touch with their characters. So the movie was very odd. And then every once in a while, there'd be a voiceover by the dead daughter saying, oh, you know, my dad's been doing this to cope and my mom's been doing this, blah, blah, blah. And that wasn't so bad, but that was weird too. The, the, the Another interesting part, but I kind of liked it, was all of the dates take place in the same spot, and it's like this theater-slash-bar that Stanley Tucci works at. Apparently he's like a comedian who purposely does bad acts for comedy's sake. Like That's awesome. screw, He screws up his magic. It's kind of sad but funny at the same time. So the the setting of it was really interesting. There was actually a, one scene in the next door place, which was a... Uh, bumper car place that they did so but other than the bumper car is all in this bar so it's kind of neat so overall it was very different uh, i didn't particularly like it but it was interesting to say the least patricia clarkson's your girl too that's sort of yeah and i kind of like stanley tucci so and he directed this movie but uh yeah Yeah. besides those two i mean it was it's definitely a two-man show there's a couple other side characters that in fact i don't think they have any other speaking roles in it besides those two. A good ending, though. The movie does have a good ending. But Directed in Coco, by the way. Directed yeah, so if you're you're interested in something different, it might be worth a try, but otherwise it's definitely not your normal mainstream movie by any means. And available uh, at Netflix.com. Uh, yeah. I believe they have free uh, two, two-week subscriptions, so if you want to go over to Netflix, it's, it's ready to go. Um, James, I know you ha- you've seen a lot of movies. Do you want to do one more and then we'll jump into the quiz, or did you want to? Uh, were you good? Um, it doesn't matter to me. I can do another one if you'd like. Okay. Yeah. Uh, let's make it short. Make it short. Okay. Um, another one of the movies that I saw was. Uh, uh, which one should I do? <laughs> what movies did I see? Uh, Star Wars. Let, let, let's talk about one that like Jeff would want to talk about. Let's talk about Angels and Demons. Ooh, good one. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I saw this. It was one of our sit-at-home, watch it, because someone got it on uh, DVD for, you know, Christmas. Um, I've just been sitting here drinking during your, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. During your other reviews, so I'm ready to respond to this. <laughs> good, good. Um, yeah, I didn't particularly like the movie all that much. Uh, <laughs> it was... It was below-par popcorn movie. Like, it was okay. It wasn't... Like I wouldn't go out and rent it out of my. Wait, did you, know, go you out of learn life. about a lot about like the Catholic Church and like? Uh, no, <laughs> no, not really. Um, there was a cool scene with CERN. Like the whole storyline started because of the CERN project. So that that's kind of cool. awesome. Yeah, that is yeah. awesome. They created antimatter. Don't, 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 don't say. <laughs> don't anything. lend it credit. No, no. no. <laughs> but uh, there, there is. I mean, besides you know the you know the bad feelings about it in general. There is a couple things that I want to specifically pick on. One, the chick that kind of, you know, hangs out with him is very extraneous. It could have been anybody. I'm surprised that she was in the movie at all. So I, was, I don't know. Just She seemed very forced. Um, the diabolical plan was stupid. 
Um, <laughs> We're going to get all the oranges in Italy and put them in a safe. Well, like, I'm going to spoil something so someone doesn't want to know the storyline to oh, right now. Spoil it. Spoil the it. plan is there's this high up guy in the Vatican who decides that you know the Catholic Church needs to be unified, so he uses the old Illuminati villain and he poses as one of these guys to hold the place, you know, the Vatican hostage, take some cardinals hostage, blah, blah, blah. But he does it to such an extent that he follows, like, everything they would want to do perfectly and therefore allows... I'm totally forgetting the main character's name, but Tom Hanks is, you know, person. Robert he totally Langdon. allows, Yes, Robert, Robert Langdon. Langdon. He totally allows Tom Hanks to be able to find out where the, you know, bomb is because he followed the ways of this other Illuminati group to the letter so that it was, like, decipherable. I mean, if you're trying to pretend you're somebody and you still want to get away with it, don't you just kind of hint to it and put it somewhere random, the bomb? But no, he's got it like the, at the end of this big string of clues that the Illuminati set up years ago. So I thought that was retarded. That's awesome. <laughs> it's just like, all right, whatever. So... But so, but what you're saying is you learned a lot about the Illuminati. Yes, yes, I, yes, it, and it almost looks like Illuminati if you spell like if you look at it backwards. That that was kind of cool. They so, mentioned that. So but next yeah. time I do a crossword, Illuminati is going to be an answer, not a, uh, not that other one from not the other one from uh, the first first movie. What was what was the other group in the first movie? The I yeah, I don't remember, but the third book apparently is about the the Freemasons group, so it's awesome. all about different groups. So. It, it's it, no, it, it, well, the, the 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 first one was about that too. It's 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 the it's the the Freemasons and the uh, Order of Scion or whatever. Scion, yeah, that's, that's and now they're all fucking. Inter- it's it's oh god, it's disgusting. <laughs> what about you and McGregor? Was he awesome? Was he good? Was he bad? What? He, I mean, he did an okay job acting. He's actually the the diabolical one. <laughs> Really? Yeah. He's the bad guy? Yeah, he ends up being the bad oh, guy. Oh, that ruins everything. That's that so, I yeah. thought he was the guy. It was more of like a misleded, you know, try at making you know, unifying cat. Did, they, you know, did they Scooby-Doo the ending? Is it a Scooby-Doo ending? <laughs> um, Kind of, yeah, kind of. It is Scooby-Doo. <laughs> like they they think they're done, but then there's like the last thing. Like, oh, wait a second. Yeah. So That's fantastic. Uh, I'm yeah. sorry. I actually, I think I ended up either leaving or falling asleep. I think I fell asleep for when you guys watched that movie. Yeah, you were asleep and came in and then left again. (laughs) You're like, oh, it's this movie, bye. Yeah. I haven't seen it yet, but I I don't think I'm going to now. Well, uh, yeah, some fantastic movie reviews. And, uh, of course, you can find all these movies at Netflix.com. Cha-ching, cha-ching. And uh, it is time to move on to our our quiz. uh, We're going to move into the quiz and then move into our Parker Posey for 2010. It'll be good times. This is like the Jim episode. Jim's got the quiz. Did a lot of reviews, and I think it's your Parker Posey, right? It is, be, yeah. This is, yeah. This is your day. <laughs> it's his last blast before we kick him off the show. For yeah, that's right. We should call this the Jim Reinhold the phone movie hour, not, not Judge Reinhold. Yeah. But so, yeah, so what kind of quiz we got lined up? Um, we've done this kind of quiz before, but not in a long time. Um, this is the type of quiz where I list actors' names, and you have to tell me what movie I'm talking about. Character name? Oh, actor's nope, name. No, nope, actor's name. Interesting. When was um, the last time we did this? I don't remember. Um, we've only done it once before, and it was pretty early in our career, so blast for the oh, past. Act- thing. You're going to list off actors, and, I, and I'm going to tell you what movie. Correct. We, yes. got our asses, we got our asses kicked last time. And I'll, uh, and I'll list drunk. three of them slowly, take a break, and then do one, and then do one. That's usually the format I've, they followed in the past, so we'll stick right. with that. Three actors, name the movie. Okay. Yeah. The um, 
let's start with uh, which one to start with. Let's start with this one. All right, Ashley Judd, Double Jeopardy, Sandra Bullock, Kiefer Sutherland. Double Jeopardy. No. God. The Hours. No. The next one, Kevin Spacey. Ashley Judd. Midnight in the Garden of Good and Evil. No. I like that guess. Pale alligator. What is Ashley Judd? Kevin Spacey? That seems like a dead giveaway, and I don't fucking know. Okay, next one. Matthew McConaughey. Oh, oh, oh. Contact? No, no. no, uh, It's, I know it. I know it. Uh, Time to kill. Jesus. Yes. Time to kill is correct. I've never never seen that. I'm an idiot. Ashley (laughs) Judd threw me off. Ashley Judd threw me off. She's just a small character. Can we do movies that I've seen from now on? Um, I cannot promise anything. (laughs) Well, there aren't very many movies you've seen because you're no good. All right. Here's the next one. You're no good. (laughs) Gwyneth Paltrow, Julia Roberts, Robin Williams. We're not going to do voice acting in this, are we? Correct. I will not do any voice acting. Gwyneth Paltrow, Julia Roberts, Robin Williams. Yeah. The next name, Dustin Hoffman. Hook. Yes. Yeah. I was going to go with Bob Hoskins next, but I figured there's not too many movies of him in it. Gwyneth Paltrow played young Wendy in the flashback. Yeah. Oh. But you use, I must admit, you've had a lot of hook answers in this, and I, I appreciate it. Yeah. I'm doing that just for you. Cause... Yeah, you're not, yeah, you're not giving me a whole lot of chance here. <laughs> with the, with All the right. Hook here we go. Maura Tierney, Laura Linney, Francis McDormand. Or Lenny and Francis McDormand. I just want to say burn after reading just for the plug. Next. Next one. Ed Norton. Laura Lenny, Ed Norton, Francis McDormand. Is it like... It's not that... What is that kill one? Italian job? Nope. <laughs> the last one. Richard Gere. Oh, it's Primal Fear. Primal Fear! I said Primal it first. I totally job. said it first, Great right? Great job. Great yeah, job. Yep. I'm sorry. Is it three zero? Like I, I believe yeah, it is. Here, this is this might be two in a row that you're winning. That's, that's bizarre. All right. I thought you expected the next one. You get you get one more. That's called a streak, right? <laughs> All right. Next one. Alec Baldwin, Martin Sheen, <laughs> Matt Damon. <laughs> the usual suspects. <laughs> no. <laughs> but I like the joke. I like where your head's at. It's the departed. Yeah. Correct. Oh, yes. good one. Good one. It is the yeah, I decided to start playing with my right hand, so you're fucked. <laughs> I am also. I, I don't want to know what you were doing with it before. All right. Um, how about uh, Sean Connery, Alan Rickman, Christian Slater? First night? No. No, Robin um, 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 Robin Hood's correct. I said it first. Damn it. I'm happy you brought Christian. We're like full loop here. Christian yeah. Slater's back in the episode. I like this. All right, next one. Tilda Swinton, Rachel Wise, and Shia LaBeouf. Tilda Swinton and Shia LaBeouf. I hope it's the remake of Rear Window, but I uh, know it's not. <laughs> 
Next one, Diman Hansu. Tilda Swinton. That's Next one, Keanu Reeves. What? You loaded? No. Whoa, okay. Go over it one more time. Tilda, Tilda Swinton, Swinton, Keanu Reeves, Shell Le- LaBeouf, and oh, Rachel no. Wise, the Manhansu. I'm sorry, Jeff. This is the guy that's in uh, the Manhansu's the last the African American movie from Gladiator. Movie. What, what, um. Is that even right? That might not be right. I didn't hear what you said, so I'm not sure. The, um, not the beach, right? <laughs> oh, no, you're thinking of... No, it's not that movie. It's not that movie. Okay, thank you. It's not the day the Earth stood still. I'll there give you two go. more names here that were on the original list. Peter Man. Stormare. Oh, I don't know who that is. He's the head nihilist. Oh. <laughs> and Gavin Rossdale. Oh, my God. Dude, I don't know it. Of Bush? Yes, of Bush. report. No. All right, the correct answer is Constantine. Constantine. Terrible fucking movie. You picked that because you got that for Christmas. I did, actually. All right, next one. What sick bastard gave you that? That's a terrible movie. Who's Tilda Swinton in that movie? She plays the angel Gabriel. Ah, yep, that's right. And by the way, Peter Stormare does an awesome devil in that movie. Awesome. Anyway, um... Like he's Satan. He's not just the devil. He's Satan in that, right? Like, isn't that the same? Satan thing? Satan is the devil. Greg, wake up! Not demon. I thought there were devil. devils. I thought there were multiple devils. I um, I guess it depends on what. Yeah. Anyway, next one: Kathy Griffin, he's the devil. Go ahead. Kathy Griffin, Julia Sweeney, Steve Buscemi. Jesus. <laughs> Pulp next fiction. one. Yes, Pulp Fiction is oh, correct. Oh. Where are we at now? Three to two? Five to five to two, I think. Yeah, five. <laughs> um, yeah, we've done four seven. Because you didn't get Constantine's four to two. All right. So let's okay. do two more. See if you can tie it up. Uh, two more, huh? Um, let's do Ryan Philippe, James Gandolfini, Vigo Mortensen. Hmm. I like the combo. I'd like to see the movie that all three of these people are in. The next one, Gene Hackman. Oh, it's a uh... shit. Oh. I don't want to start saying stuff about it because he's gonna fucking know it. It's um. Okay, last name, Denzel Washington. Yeah, it's fuck. It's the submarine movie, Jeff. Get it. <laughs> It's uh, the hunt for October. No, no the no. other one. It's uh, U five seven one. You had the right color in there at least. Yeah, it's uh, Red Dawn. No, there's a certain national championship coming up, and it's got this team involved. Oh my God! It's so oh Crimson Tide. Crimson Tide. God. Oh yeah, I haven't seen that one either. Yeah. Oh. I can't believe I I can't believe I couldn't get that. I could have I could have told you the story of that yeah. and I couldn't have Josh was disgusted with you right now. All right. Yeah. Next one. I knew it. I knew the movie. I just didn't know the name. Sorry, Josh. Two more. Okay. Um let's go with Ben Kingsley. Frank Langella. Ving Rames. Well, that's it's gonna be one fucked up ride. <laughs> Huh. Next name, Sigourney Weaver. 
Stingray. Alien. Aliens. No. no. Alien 3. <laughs> Next name? Kevin Klein. Sigourney Weaver and Ben Kinsley was better. I don't know what... I don't know who the... I know Kevin a fish called Wanda. I don't know. No. Wild Wild West. <laughs> Some other names in this movie: Charles Grodin, oh. Laura Linney in a small role, Bonnie Hunt in a small role. All right, hold on. Ben Kinsley. <laughs> when Greg gets to five, we quit. All That's right, all right. Go ahead, go ahead. What the is correct answer is Dave. Oh, Kevin Klein, Sigourney Weaver. Yeah, he's Dave. Who's Ben Kinsley in that? Like the he's the vice president. Vice president, yeah. All right, All right. keep going. Drew Barrymore, Chris O'Donnell, Bennett Forever. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, I've never heard a more slanted quiz. Congratulations. <laughs> it's so biased. It's great. Um, I've got two more if you want to do them. All right, one one more. I need to get one more, and then that's what that's. You're not going to let me finish. Oh my god! All right. Um. How about hmm, Jason Bateman? Juno. Team Wolf Two. <laughs> Juno's correct. <laughs> yeah. All right. That's, I didn't I get think to say Rain Wilson. I should have started with Rain Wilson. Yeah, probably. All right. You said he had one more. If you I have one, one more. more, just do it. Amy Adams, Gary Cole, Michael Clark Duncan. Hmm. Sunshine cleaning. No. Amy Adams is everywhere nowadays. I just want to mm-hmm. point that out. She's in everything. Go ahead. Uh, Night at the Museum 2. No. Next one, John C. Riley. Hmm. Walk Hard? Nope. Uh, shit. Next one, Will Ferrell. Yeah, of course it is. It's the, it's the, it's the car movie. It's, Brothers? No, oh, it's oh, the, oh, the Legend oh, of... The, uh, Talladega Nights. Yeah, Talladega, Talladega Nights is correct. I was say the Legend hey, can we do like two more? Because I, I want to catch Oh, no. We, we can't because I'm actually out. Yeah. I actually did my entire quiz for like the first time ever. <laughs> Jim, please help me. Oh, man. Nice. I like it. And hey, we actually th- did pretty well. For, thanks for giving Greg all the answers that you would know. <laughs> did I win by two also? Like, is was the difference two, like Batman Forever? I, I think you, you won by an off, yeah. Okay, you you won by, yeah. Enough that Batman Forever and Hook made the difference. <laughs> awesome. Well, another, another good quiz. Uh, we actually ended up uh, last week for the Family Feud episode, we actually had Jeff do a Parker Posey that we didn't actually excuse me, post on the boards mainly because it was going to be a late episode and we didn't want to mess with the space-time continuum and uh, ruin everything. So we left that sort of standalone. I think the the question was if you wanted to bring somebody that was out of the limelight back into acting, who would it be? And uh, But then the week before that was my question and I don't even remember what it was. Do you, do you guys remember what the question was for the two weeks ago? It uh, wasn't the uh, movie setting one. Oh yeah, yes, yes, it was. It was. Uh, we had, if you could pick a movie setting to live in, to actually like immerse yourself in, what would it be? And then some losers said Star Wars, and some other losers said like, I think there was a com. I think there was actually a, a comment. What? I think I'm the loser. That says Star yeah, Wars. yeah. I think you are the loser on that for I'm sure. Um, Princess Bride was one that was brought up too, and I thought that was actually a pretty good one. Just any, any. A lot of the fantasy stuff definitely perks my interest, just because you can do anything in the in the fantasy world. Like, oh, magic! Never no any problem. story. It's the yeah. winner, man. It is the winner. You can Never do anything. You can do anything you want. Really, um, walk in the chocolate chocolate factory by Jim P was also a big one. That's that is a the, good one, by the way. Yeah, like 
Of course, hey. you have to go straight to his place and hang out. For the yeah, because the whole, ever, there's just nothing around it from there. Yeah. Everything else is just in the shits. So, but I think I think after the, that movie takes place, everything gets a little bit better. Everything gets a little bit better. Well, you just, just think that because the guy because there's a Wonka Vader. Yeah, because <laughs> it's just applied. After they take the Wonka Vader technology and apply it to the streets, everything's fine. And any situation in which I can use a Wonka Vader is a good situation. <laughs> Um, but yeah, let's let's go first full circle. The the Parker Posey is uh, something we'll bring up on the boards, and we'll put the question on uh, Facebook.com. You also can find our uh, our our podcast there. Uh, and yeah, Jim, you've uh, you've got our next one. Yeah, uh, it's kind of funny because I totally forgot what Jeff's question was for the uh, the uh, God is Family exactly. Feud episode, and I kind of took heat like one of the first Parker Posey I ever did for doing like the exact opposite of Jeff's question, and I'm kind of sticking with that now too um my question for this week is not you know who do you want to see come back but whose comeback are you happiest about and there's probably going to be some limited answers for this so if you want we can also stretch it to who's paid a lot of dues and finally made it big and you're glad that that person has finally arrived so Mm. pause for questions for greg Nothing, nothing. Okay. Um, my answer <laughs> is <laughs> my answer is Robert Downey Jr. Um, I've really enjoyed a lot of the stuff he's been doing. And, of course, you know, he had that whole I'm out of movies for a while because I'm in jail and, you know, did drugs and all that kind of crap. So I've really enjoyed his comeback. I think he does a, a really good job. Um, yeah, just enjoy his stuff and happy to see him working. That's that's a uh, spectacular question, James. Spectacular question. Um, I know everyone's answer for this is going to be Sandra Bullock, so I'm going to take a different one. Uh, I think I'm going to go. I'm going to go with your second, your little extended, your extended okay. question, where people that just finally get their due. Mm-hmm. And I think that's coming coming around now for Jeff Bridges when in his role with uh, Crazy Heart, that everyone thinks he's going to win the Oscar for, and he. Yeah, he's, he's been around. He's forever. fantastic. Yeah, he's been in a hell of a lot of stuff. He's been nominated before, but um, he actually might win Best Actor for this. I actually haven't even seen Crazy Heart, but I just want to give him the, the trophy anyways. And uh, yeah, I think Jeff Bridges has been under the radar for a long a time. Yeah. Yeah, I that? agree with that one. I said he's been under the radar for a long time. As far as yeah, I would too. Kind of stuff. Uh, he's fantastic, and I think we uh, maybe this uh, this year Academy Awards you might see Jeff Bridges at the top. I don't know. I don't know who would be competing with them. Like really, this year, two thousand. I don't know. We'll see. We'll, we'll be talking about that later. The movie hour will inform you on who's going to win. Don't worry about it. Uh, so, Jeff, do you have an answer? What? <clears throat> yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I like Mickey Rourke. Uh, it might feel <laughs> premature, but the wrestler was so amazing, and he was so excellent in it. Um, yeah. That, he, uh, he definitely disappeared for a while. Yeah, and he was gone, gone. Like, Robert Downey Jr. was sort of gone, but he was gone, gone. And, um, and I, I just, I, I, I hope that he continues to do things like that because he was, I mean, that was just so Iron Man good. 2, baby. Yeah, I was going to say, like, <laughs> Iron Man 2 is coming out way, he's spoiling it in the next movie. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you yeah, that. Like, he's already just blowing all the good. Uh, but I guess uh, he's, he's following Boy, Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, Robert movie. Downey Jr.'s in it too. So you're you're both your shit. You're in the same shit, man. That's hey, wait, wait, wait. Wasn't your guy in the first one? Shit, you're right. 
<laughs> awesome. Great. And the Iron Man movie hour <laughs> is out of session. That's funny. Um, so yeah, if you could say so, one more, your question one more time, James, for uh, for the people of the boards, you can uh, yes, you can answer uh, it on and uh, over at Facebook. I'm looking for your favorite acting comeback or finally, you know, gaining prominence in the movie industry. It'll it won't be that similar anyways, just because nobody really had a chance to answer Jeff's question anyhow. So it'll it'll even if it was similar. Yeah, it's it just will, funny because I totally forgot what his was, and I didn't, I didn't realize how close it was. Everybody forgot what his question was. Don't worry about it. I wouldn't feel bad. About it. I forgot what my question was. So well, you should um, feel bad because you just made me feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> I do. The goodwill toward men things just it's dead. It's dead. Uh, but yeah, James, Jeff, we uh, successfully completed our first podcast of uh, 2010. I'm uh, happy you guys are both on board, Jim. I'm sorry that we're gonna have to let you go soon, but it's been. Uh, it's been a good time and another uh, another excellent podcast. Thank you for the input. I hope everyone enjoyed, and I'm looking forward to doing maybe one more episode before I get canned, but we'll see. <laughs> we'll see if it's in the budget. Yeah, drive safe, I guess. <laughs> Take care, everyone. It's snowy in uh, Michigan. Uh, roads are bad. Drive safe, like Jeff said. Uh, thank you for listening. Uh, at the Judge Ryan, hold the phone. Movie hour. 2010, baby. See you guys later. I am, I am. I'm just smiling. Okay, we're just waiting. Just waiting. We're waiting now. Yeah, well, now you're talking. So, just talking now. Welcome, everyone, to our first episode of 2010, the Judge Ryan Hold the Phone Movie Hour. I am your Greg... Oh, I am Greg... <laughs> <laughs> I was going so well. I am your Greg, Greg Maloney, the host. That was going really well. Hold the phone, movie hour. You actually kind of woke me up a little bit there. I was like, oh, I'm interested. <laughs> <laughs> oh, are we starting now? This awesome. is good. <laughs> <laughs>